0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome everybody to week three's recap of Maction here on the Believe Sports Network. I am Mark Scafidi, former NIU Husky, and uh, we do have two pirate ship flags flying the Mac this week. That's right, everybody. We have two pirate schools this week. Got to give credit where credit's due. We'll start off with the first time since 2005 the Miami Redhawks beat their arch rival, the Cincinnati Bearcats. I'll admit I did not watch this whole game. I did watch the fourth quarter and I watched overtime. Um, the first time the victory bell goes back to Miami, like it just had lived in Cincinnati since 2005. It's 2023, everyone. For almost two decades, that bell has been living in Cincinnati's football office. It finally goes home with Miami. So congratulations. Now Miami beat a Power 4-5 school. I'm going to go with Power 4 because the Pac-12 doesn't exist after this year. But this game was not a Power 5 game ever before. So the first time Cincinnati plays as a Power 4 team, they go down to the Redhawks. So not only is this a massive win for Chuck Martin, who's been there a long time, this was the only thing Chuck Martin had not done, was beat Cincinnati. He's been to bowl games. He's won games. He had not beaten Cincinnati, clearly. Nobody had at Miami since 2005. So congratulations to the Miami Redhawks for bringing home the victory bell, everyone. Um, it was a good game. I mean, really great game. Um, my, if you didn't watch, the ending was good. Uh, Carter Brown for Cincinnati. Um, was trying to win the game for the Bearcats and the field goal was blocked by the Redhawks sending the game into overtime, uh, for the first time since 1997. Um, Brett Gabbert in OT, uh, threw a touchdown pass to Joe Wilkins junior in overtime to beat the Bearcats 31, 24. And it didn't, it didn't end there. Cincinnati's Emery Jones pass was on fourth down was intercepted by Yashaun McKee. To seal the victory for the Red Hawks. Um, This is the biggest win they've had in a long time at Miami. Um, Theirs is their oldest rival. The team that is the closest to them. The one that they have a trophy with. Um, This is a huge win for Miami. I'm super happy that the Red Hawks get to fly the pirate flag this week. I'm super happy that the victory bell went back to Miami. Uh, Everything you can say about a, a Mac team beating a, a Cincinnati kind of a power four team. Everything was great. This was the ultimate win for a Mac school. Um, my, and Oakland and Cincinnati. I don't know if they were thinking we're going to look ahead next week to Oklahoma. Cause you know, that's their first big 12 game ever is next week. Well, it's going to be on Fox, I think. And I don't, uh, or this week I should say. And, I don't think uh, Fox is thrilled with having Cincinnati on there now after just losing to Miami. But, hey, Miami is 2-1 in the season. Uh, they are looking good in the MAC East. Um, Cincinnati's 2-1 and one as well with a loss. Um, nothing but good things to say for the Red Hawks, who are not the only school in Miami to bring home a Pirate flag victory. We cannot forget the Ohio Bobcats in a slugfest taking down the Iowa state cyclones at home in Ohio. Do not want to, uh, shortchange them at all. They are going to get equally as much praise for bringing home the pirate flag. Um, this game was ugly. I mean, this was like, there was just hardly any offense. I, if you didn't watch it, um, it was 10 to seven. So that the score right off, right off the bat kind of, Makes you realize nobody moved the ball really here. It was a defensive slugfest. Um, and it was very hard to score for both of them. Um, Iowa State was coming off their big loss against Iowa. So yeah, we kind of saw that they weren't going to be very good this season. Um, Ohio has been consistent other than the San Diego State game. So I'm not shocked Ohio won. Last week, I said the two best opportunities I thought, well, including. I don't know, I guess the Miami over UMass the week before. I thought it was going to be Ohio and NIU with Miami as the third. choice. So I didn't think anybody else really stood a shot, and it turns out no one else did have a real shot of winning. Um, but uh, I thought Ohio, this was the game. Like This had to be a win for Ohio because this was at home against the Big 12 school. Um, it, it's just a, a opportunity that you don't get very often to get one of these teams on a bad season coming into your place. And, yeah, it's awesome. So, Ohio, huge props to you guys as well. Um, apparently, since they re-kinda named the field after Frank Solich, they're eight. no. I didn't know that. They haven't lost a game since it's been, like, nicknamed the Frank. So, that's kind of cool. And, when, you know, it's not a real stat. I don't think we're going to call it that, but it's kind of cool. Um, it was just – it was awesome. Um, Curtis Work. I mean, the numbers are terrible. But he threw a touchdown pass to Sam Wigholz in the third quarter. That's the only touchdown of the game for the Bobcats. And Gianni uh, Spetic hit a 27-yard field goal early in the fourth. And that's it. Um, the game ended on an interception late in the game. Um, and Ohio won the game. So, gosh. Uh, yeah, Rodney Matthews picked off the deflected pass late in the fourth quarter to seal the victory for the Bobcats, who are now 3-1. and one. So they're halfway to a bowl game. Um, man, I really just wish. Um, I really just kind of wish they had beat San Diego State because they they would be the in the driver's seat, um, for one of those potential amazing bowl games. But nobody is in the MAC because they all have a loss. But Ohio, yeah, one one game away. Turns out you know, they were the one looking towards the, um that amazing bowl game and uh, it's not going to happen most likely barring a lot of other losses by other schools um and it's just an amazing victory for uh the mac and it it's not often i don't know if i've ever had um two schools in the same week bring down pirate wins so this is just incredible um Give give them you know this is their week and, you know everybody's having a great week in in Ohio right now um so yeah I'm super happy to even be able to talk about the wins I'm super happy for the guys I know what these kind of wins mean to everybody so awesome congratulations to both of you guys uh Tim Albany at the coach of great just everything's great so uh, those are our two best wins uh, of the week I would say Toledo here is going to be the third best win over San Jose State because it's a I mean I don't want to forget Eastern Michigan either I mean. They came back and won the game too, so we have some wins to talk about. Which the first two weeks we didn't really have a whole lot of wins, other than NIU over Boston College. So we've got some wins. Um, uh, Toledo, you know that that Indy, that Illinois loss for them is just proving to be just a you know an anchor to their special season because Illinois stinks. We've seen that now against the last three games. Illinois is bad, so that's a bad loss to the Illinois. But Toledo's two and one in the season. They beat San Jose State 21-17. Um, Boone for Toledo had 123 yards on 13 carries. Pretty good numbers uh, on 13 carries. So uh, it's a it's a good win for Toledo. Um, these are games you're going to win. Uh, Toledo's got a, their first, uh, well, in a couple weeks they play NIU. Uh, that one's on ESPNU that just came out this week. That's um, uh, Saturday, through, I don't know, like the first weekend in October. Um, Good win for Toledo over San Jose State, twenty-one uh, seventeen. Eastern Michigan at the factory coming back to beat UMass. Now, hey, UMass is bad. Everybody knows that, and that's the second straight loss to a MAC team for UMass, nineteen um, seventeen. But Eastern Michigan could have lost this game, so give props to the Eagles for coming back to beat a Division One team at home, nineteen uh, seventeen. So Eastern Michigan, uh, phenomenal job of coming back and getting a victory. Um, over UMass um every win counts so everybody needs to get to six wins for a bowl game this is a big win um and you want it in dramatic style too so it it wasn't like uh like this was like you know a blowout win so congratulations to eastern Michigan don't want to forget anybody on the wins because you know this is these are the things we talk about these are the good things um there there are some not so great games too um Ball State got a win, 45-7 over Indiana State, so give them pre- credit. Uh, they got their first win of the year, and they overpowered Indiana State, um, who's now played two Indiana State schools back-to-back weeks, I think. Uh, Indiana State's 0-3. Uh, but I think Indiana State lost to either Purdue or Indiana the week before. I think maybe Indiana. Um, so Ball State gets in the win column over an FCS team. That's great. Um the other game, well, Kent State got a win. Let's give them credit. They beat, They, you know, they're they're having a tough season. In Central Connecticut, where I used to live in Hartford, I didn't even know they had a team. Maybe they didn't have a team when I lived there. I don't know. I, I don't remember them ever having a team, but they do now. Or they probably did then. I just didn't pay attention. Uh, 38 win for the Golden Flashes. This might be their only win of the year. Maybe. I mean, they look pretty bad against um, Division One teams. So maybe, uh, you know. Maybe this will get Kent State off onto a winning streak. Who knows? Um, the Buffalo Bulls, uh, they have a big game coming up this week against Louisiana. And uh, he, they've, they've struggled. There's no doubt about it. Um, Liberty is not a bad group of five team. And they, they pretty much just scored at will on Buffalo, who's now 0-3 with a potential game against Louisiana Lafayette, uh, the Raging Cajuns. To go 0 and 4. So and Buffalo's in big trouble. Um, this was a game you probably should have played better in because it wasn't a strong showing for the Bulls at all. Um, defense was just annihilated. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, Buffalo, it doesn't look great for them this year because if they get to 0 and 4, their season's basically over. I mean, there's really no re- rebounding from that. Um, so it's a tough one for the Bulls. Uh, Michigan Bowling Green. Uh, Michigan, obviously, they won the game big in the scoreboard, but it actually wasn't bad at halftime. It was 14-6. Um, to 6. Um, It was 7-6 to 6 for a while. I was watching, because um, I think this one was on ABC or Fox. I don't remember. Um, but I was watching it for a little bit, and Bowling Green had a great first half. Uh, I mean, they hung with Michigan, but, again, Michigan has five-star players, so over time they're gonna wear you out and you know if if um man if you you're not gonna be able to maintain with a number two team in the nation. They are you know if you're not getting the breaks or not hitting you know massive swing plays, it's gonna be tough because they have five stars and over four quarters, five star guys wear out guys who are less talented. So amazing effort from Bowling Green on the first half. But the second half, yeah, Michigan came out and kind of just turned it around in the third quarter and scored 17 points. Um, but good effort. Uh, also in South Bend, this one was a game. I mean, the first half, again, Central Michigan, who's not having a great season so far, uh, just like I predicted. I mean, they came out with their A game. I mean, they were, just like every team that goes into South Bend, comes in there thinking, yeah, this is our one shining moment. Um, and it's going to be like your best effort always for the Irish and they got their best effort and Notre Dame is going to find out this week, how good they are when they play the Buckeyes, but central Michigan, when they're good, you know, I, I don't blame them at all for losing. I mean, they're not as good as Notre Dame. Nobody in the Mac is let's, you know, it's not, <laughs> let's not pretend like anybody in the Mac has the talent Notre Dame has. But every team that goes in there gives them, like, the ultimate effort. So Notre Dame took Central Michigan's best punch, first half. Um, yeah, they scored 21 points in the first half. Central Michigan had 14. So that's great. That, I mean, it's not a win, but, again, that's good. You know, Central Michigan could hang for a half with them. Problem is, the second half, over over four quarters, the five-star guys and four-star guys eventually wear you out because they just keep coming with fresh new guys like that. And MAC teams on the bench do not have four-star guys sitting on the bench waiting to come in. So I give the Chippewas credit. It didn't go their way. It didn't think they were going to win. But amazing effort still by Central Michigan. So good job for the Chippewas to kind of keep it close and hang with the Irish. The Irish, we'll see what they're about this week. They, you know, they're they playing Ohio State at South Bend. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm sure for the Buckeyes. But... Um, yeah, Notre Dame will get a test of what it's like to play against someone like themselves for the first time this year. Uh, Western Michigan also gave Iowa a scare. Uh, it was, I mean, the final score is misleading again, 41 10. I mean, it was, it ends up a blowout. Um, but in the first half, it was a close game, it was 14 to 10. So, you know, you're scaring these undefeated Big Ten power four teams. The other the, there's just a problem in the second half. Same thing happened here. Iowa, you know, got it going in the second half, and the Broncos wear down. I mean, when you bring in subs, the subs that you bring in aren't as good as the subs Iowa has. So it's you know, I mean, it, it's a great effort again for Western, you know, Michigan playing a good first half, but they're not as good as Iowa. Everybody knows that Iowa's ranked twenty fifth. Western Michigan is now one and two on the season, but still, I you know, I give credit to Western Michigan. I mean. You, you hung with them for a half. Um, and to win some of those games, I mean, you're going to have to get the ball bounce your way. You're going to have to get picks. You're going to have turnovers. Um, and it's just, you know, it's not always going to happen. Uh, Akron uh, at Kentucky. This one was not competitive. I mean, that's not, that's, I mean, I didn't think this was going to be, but Akron had no shot of winning this game. Um, their defense, you know, gave up 35 points. They could not move the ball at all. Only scoring three points, I didn't expect any any sort of upset here. Um, Akron is lucky to be have one win. You know they're one and two, so they're, they're lucky to even have that win. They should have lost to um, their FCS opponent. And what was kind of shocking, I kind of well, I again this the final game of the week was NIU at Nebraska. I watched every second of this one. Um, Nebraska started a new quarterback, uh, sophomore from Nebraska. They made. Um, Heinrich Herberg, he threw for two touchdowns and ran for another one in his first start ever. He replaced the guy that stinks, um, Sims, or I think it's Sims, Jeff Sims. Um, Yeah, he got benched, and he'll never play again, assuming nobody gets hurt. Um, Nebraska's bad. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This was a really ugly loss because Nebraska stinks. I mean, granted, this guy was pretty good in his first game, the sophomore that came in. Um, But it's a it was a terrible effort by NIU. i mean there's the defense played well for a while uh the offense was atrocious so rocky lombardi's performance was disgusting i think he only had 70 yards and he completed 11 passes um that was terrible you're never going to beat nebraska with those kind of numbers um it's confusing like how good they played against boston college the last two weeks, I mean, yeah, NIU got a garbage touchdown at the end with the backup quarterback. Um, I'm not giving them any credit for that. So they really scored three points against Nebraska. Who, Nebraska couldn't stop anybody all season. So the fact that <laughs> they just annihilated NIU was dumb, dumbfounding, honestly. Uh, I don't know if NIU is going to win many more games the way they're playing. Um, losing to a, an FCS team and then getting crushed by a bad Nebraska team in front of ninety three thousand, uh, yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make you feel good about NIU's future this season, and I hate to say that, but boy, um, that was I mean that was a game that you should not have you should not be destroyed by Nebraska. They are a bad Power Five team, bad Power Four team, um, and the and NIU's offense was atrocious. I mean, there's no no other way around it. That was just terrible. Um, sorry, all my NIU fans and friends, but that was we all know that sucked. <laughs> we had a hard time watching that. Um, so let's move on to this week. Uh, Saturday morning, September 23rd. Uh, overall, great week, though. Phenomenal week for the Mac. You got two Pirate Flag wins. I don't think we can ask for any more. Um, we're not going to get that the rest of the year. So, amazing week for the Mac. Um, and two group of five wins, too. So, Eastern Michigan and Toledo. So, yeah, four good wins in the Mac this week. Um, some bad performances and by NIU and Akron and some valiant efforts. So overall a good week. Um, this week, Tulsa at Northern Illinois. This is on CBS Sports Network um, in DeKalb. NIU's favored by four. I, I don't know why. Um, both teams are one and two. Um, I... I have no idea why I know favor favored, honestly. If they've watched the last two games, you wouldn't favor them. So I'm going to pick Tulsa, honestly. I'm going to go with Rocky Lombardi, the quarterback, has one touchdown and four picks on the season in 500 yards. Um, you're not going to beat Tulsa or anybody else when you only have one touchdown in three games. Um, I'm going to go with Tulsa. CBS Sports Network, 11, noon, noon Eastern, 11 Central. Western Michigan, Toledo, ESPN Plus, 1230 Central, 130 Eastern. First mat game for both teams, um, Toledo is favored by 21. I don't know if it should be that high. I'm going to go with Toledo in this one. Um, is that the Glass Bowl? Uh, Toledo's home for the next two games. Well, three games, I guess. They had, um, oh, they had San Jose State. They're going to have Western Michigan, and they have NIU. So that's a three-game homestand for the Rockets. They should win all three games. So I'm going to go with Toledo in this one over Western Michigan. Georgia Southern at Ball uh, at Ball State, ESPN Plus, 1 Central, 2 Eastern. Georgia Southern is favored by 6.5. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that Georgia Southern is going to win by a little bit more than that. So if you're betting on the game, I'd pick Georgia Southern to cover. Uh, I'm not sure Ball State can keep up with them, but we'll find out Saturday. Um, but I'm going to pick Georgia Southern on that one because I, I don't feel like I don't know. I just don't have a good feeling about Ball State beating them. Um, Two thirty Central, three thirty Eastern, the second window of the day uh, for ESPN and college football. Ohio three and one taking on Bowling Green, another MAC game. Ohio favored by thirteen. This game's at Bowling Green. I would, uh, I would take Ohio. I'm gonna think they're gonna go to four and one. Bowling Green. I mean this is the tough part. I mean there you know you lose this this is the first week of Mac play and you're going to be 1 and 3 and your season's already teetering on the verge of being over. That's the really tough part about being these non-conference games and racking up the losses. So and this is a Mac game. So if Bowling Green goes down, Ohio's going to be 4 and 1 and easily you know going to reach a bowl game. Um so, I'm going to go pick Ohio on this one. 13 eh, to spread. Yeah, maybe. Maybe 15. Maybe 10. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, Delaware State, Miami. Miami should get to 3-1 playing FCS, Delaware State, who's 0-3. The Yellow Jackets, I believe, is what they're called. Um, there's no line in the game because it's the two divisions. Uh, ES, that's 2:30 Central, 3:30 Eastern, ESPN Plus. Pick Miami of Ohio to go to 3-1 and one and have a nice, you know, nice, uh, nice three- you know, uh, three-game win streak, I guess. Yeah, because they lost to Miami of Florida the first week. Uh, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock Eastern. um, ESPN Plus. Eastern Michigan. Jacksonville State. I actually, for a second, thought this was an FCS game. And then I realized Jacksonville State is now, I believe, in Conference USA. So this is actually an FBS game. Jacksonville State, I believe, last year was FCS. So... Uh, this should be an Eastern Michigan win, but Jacksonville State's favored by six. Uh, they're both two and one, so hey, I guess anyone can win this one. Um, Jacksonville State is not actually in Florida, by the way, everybody. This is Jacksonville, Alabama, um, and I don't know. I, I, I guess this is a pick 'em game. I really don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eastern Michigan, but this is a pick 'em game for me um central michigan at south alabama that's two teams in alabama this week from the mac uh south alabama is favored by 15 um wow that's a big number um this is a big game for central michigan because if they win this one they're two and two if they lose this one they are two and one. Oh boy uh 15 point favorite i'm gonna have to go south alabama on that one i honestly wouldn't have thought it would be that high but um let's go with vegas and pick south alabama on that one akron at indiana well i don't i think we already know who's going to win this one it's on big 10 network 7 30 eastern 6 30 central indiana is one and two they should get to two and two akron is one and two should be one and three after this game it's a 17 point line uh I'm, i'm gonna go with indiana to even cover that so yeah pick the hoosiers who aren't great but we've all seen akron and they're not good so yeah pick indiana Buffalo, this is the game of the year for the Bulls uh, at Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns in Lafayette, Louisiana. So, wow, three teams going down south to play, um, and Buffalo' season's on the line here. Uh, let's not let's not pretend at zero and three, your season is basically over. At zero and four, um, it's such a huge hole to get out of. You basically have eight games to win. Six of them (laughs) if you want to get to a bowl game, which is going to be very hard to do the way the defense is playing. So I'm going with Louisiana on this one because Buffalo's defense is really bad. Uh, Louisiana's favored by almost 10. Yeah, I could see them covering that pretty easily. Kent State going to Fresno State, who is 3-0. Right now, Fresno State would be the pick for the group of five representative in the nice bowl games um Kent State has looked really really shaky against division one teams Fresno State's favored by 27 and a half this is on CBS Sports Network ten thirty Eastern for you Kent State fans um I'm I I don't know if I'm going to pick them to cover 30 I mean it's a big spread basically but I'm definitely going to pick Fresno State to win this one um so in terms of a power five victory this week there's one opportunity and well, honestly, there's no chance of that happening with Akron in Indiana, most likely. So I do not see a pirate flag uh, coming back to the MAC this week. But there is one opportunity, I guess. I don't see it happening, or even close to happening. But um, that is the preview for this week's games. It's an amazing wrap up of last week. Uh, this week should. There should be some wins. I uh, granted the MAC teams playing MAC teams. There's two of them. Those don't. I mean, yeah, we'll count those as wins, but that's not how we're measuring this. Um, there could be an opportunity for some group of five victories here. Um, this could be a really good week in the MAC, and uh, it also could be a very disappointing week in the MAC too. So, there's a lot of group of five and group on five here. So, these are kind of statement games to see who's got the better group of five conference, and um, yeah. So I, I mean, I gotta, I gotta hope that we, you know, come out ahead um, because there's plenty of opportunities here to have a good week. So enjoy the games, everybody. I will see you back here on the believe sports network next week with another recap of how our Mac teams did. I'm thinking we're going to get a couple dubs and uh, we're probably going to get at least one loss in, 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 at Indiana. So I will see everybody back here, come back here um, next week and have a great weekend. And, um,